0: Hello and welcome to the Friday, February 26, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida again. Imagine that even after you move applications into the cloud, there is still a chance that they get compromised. Daniel's diary today talks about how to do forensics on Azure virtual machines. Daniel talks you step by step through using the command line interface to first of all, of course, create a snapshot of the disk, then move it to a different storage account and finally mounting it in your Sift virtual machine so you can then do traditional forensics on the image. As Daniel points out, it's, of course, highly preferred to have some kind of endpoint detection and response tool installed in the virtual machine to save yourself the time and do direct forensics or incident response within the virtual machine. But, well, uh, that's, of course, not always present. And lately, when we talked about malicious browser extensions, it was often Google Chrome extensions that uh, were doing the bad work. Well, uh, it's not just Google Chrome that supports browser extensions. There are browser extensions and with that malicious browser extensions pretty much for every browser. And Proofpoint has an interesting write-up about a Firefox browser extension that they're calling FriarFox that apparently is used to target Tibetan organizations. We have quite often seen how a Chinese government-sponsored Malware is kind of using Tibetan organizations a little bit as its proving ground back in 2008, 2009, I believe it was. Martin Hornbeck, for example, wrote extensively about that. In this latest incident that Proofpoint is discussing, the user is first tricked to go to a website, u-tube.tv, which, of course, is not affiliated with YouTube. And if the user uses Firefox, uh, the extension is offered in the form of an Adobe Flash plugin. The plugin will only install itself if uh, you are actually connected to Gmail and appears to be loosely based on a good and non-malicious plugin called Gmail Notifier. Once it's installed, once the user is connected uh, to uh, Gmail, it will then allow essentially remote control access uh, to the user's Gmail account. Sadly, these fake flash plugin notices apparently are still working. And then again, it's always a good idea from time to time to go over your browser plugins and remove what you no longer need. And if you're a developer, no matter what kind of applications you're working on, chances are that you have to deal with JSON as a data format that's being used uh, to transmit uh, objects. Now, the Tricky part here is that different languages are using different JSON parsing libraries and Bishop Fox has an interesting article pointing out some of uh, the differences in how these libraries are dealing with a somewhat invalid or badly formed JSON, which can lead to ambiguities in how a particular document will be parsed. The article goes over five different uh, issues that uh, they ran into with different parsers and how they could possibly uh, be used uh, to bypass security controls. And then of course, also somewhat on how to fix uh, these problems. And Apple today released macOS 11.2.2. The security page states that this update does not fix any CVEs, but it does apparently fix an issue with some USB-C devices. I haven't seen the release notes myself, but some Apple news websites did quote release notes stating that uh, this release will fix a bug in macOS that caused apparently physical damage to some Macs that were connected to particular USB-C hubs. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again on Monday. Bye.